Hello everyone, this is Sharon and welcome back to another day of Sharon's Daily Inspirations. Today is December prayer day number nine and we're going to be reading from Matthew 8, the Passion Translation and then having our prayer. So welcome to day number nine, to God be the glory. Hopefully you're having a wonderful week. You're being blessed this far in the month of December and all is well. Greetings to everyone. God's blessings be to you all. And let us get started on Matthew 8, the Passion Translation, and see what God has to say for today. After he came down from the teaching on the hillside, massive crowds began following him. Suddenly, a leper walked up to Jesus and threw himself down before him in worship and said, Lord, you have the power to heal me if you really want to. Jesus reached out his hand, touched the leper and said, of course, I want to heal you. Be healed. And instantly, all signs of leprosy disappeared. Then Jesus said to him, don't speak to anyone, but go at once and find a priest and show him what has happened to you. Make sure to take the offering Moses commanded so he can certify your healing. That's powerful right there. And that's just for, for, for scripture, four verses. Wow. Um. I just want to stop there for a second and say that God recognizes true faith. And when you come to him sincere and agree, sincere and having a great relationship with him, that means talking to him daily, um, seeking the kingdom of God, seeking his way, not our way, his way of doing things, not our way. We already, he already knows our heart. So when you come sincere like this man did, Jesus reached out his hand and touched the leper. And of course, he said, I want to heal you. And instantly, all signs of leprosy disappeared. Instantly, instantly, suddenly, right away, now, in the moment, boom, it's done. Just that simple. When we have that closeness with God, it's just like the lady with the issue of blood. Boom, instantly, virtue went out of his body. This is powerful because if we need anything, we have to have that relationship with God. We have to have faith that God is able to do it. Keep that in mind as we continue on um, with these. I just wanted to stop because that was so powerful um, to see and to read and to discover um, that it said, you know, it, you're healed. Boom. That's it. So whatever you're going through, having that relationship, having that faith in God to know that he is able to do super and abundantly far over that we can ask or think faith to say that, you know what? I'm tired of going through this sickness. I'm not going to do this anymore. I know that God can heal me. Lord God, will you heal me? And he said, of course, boom. And he's healed. All right. I'm going to continue on with uh, verse five. When Jesus entered the village of Capernaum, a captain in the Roman army approached him asking for a miracle. Lord, he said, I have a son who is lying at home, paralyzed and suffering terribly. Jesus responded, I will go and go with you and heal him. The Roman officer interjected, Lord, mm -mm. who am I to have you to come into my house? I understand your authority for I too am a man who walks under authority and have authority over soldiers who serve under me. This is key now. I can tell you to go. 
I can tell one to go and he'll go and another to come and he'll come. I command my servants and they'll do whatever I ask. This is the Roman officer who's talking to Jesus. He said, so I know that all you need to do is to stand here and command healing over my son and he will be instantly healed. Verse 10, Jesus was astonished when he heard this and said to those who were following him, he has greater faith than anyone I've encountered in Israel. Listen to what I am about to tell you. Multitudes of Gentiles will stream from the east and from the west to enter into the heavenly kingdom with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But many Israelites born to their heirs of the kingdom will be turned away and banished into darkness where there will be bitter weeping and unbearable anguish. Then Jesus turned to the Roman officer and said, go home. All that you have believed for will have been done for you. And his son was healed at that very moment. Look at God. Look at God. Look at God. Come on now. In the middle of the healing, he gives a prophecy. Telling people how great this man's faith is and to look for multitudes of Gentiles who were streaming from the east and from the west to enter into the, into the heavenly kingdom with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But many Israelites born to their heirs in the kingdom will be turned away and banished into the darkness where there will be bitter weeping and unbearable anguish. God is telling you right here that there is a separation from the kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Believing in God, going to heaven and the kingdom, it's done. Believing in darkness, you just see it. Darkness. Well, there will be weeping and unbearable anguish. Gnashing of teeth. You don't want that. You want to have the faith that God says you need to have. Again, pay attention to the red words. God, Jesus is speaking. It's so powerful. You want healing? I got you. Boom, it's done. At that very moment, his son was healed. Ooh, I'm just getting stirred up just by reading this today. All right, I'm going on. Verse 14, then Jesus entered Peter's home and found Peter's mother-in-law bedridden severely ill with fever. The moment Jesus touched her hand, he was healed. My Lord, that's verse 15. Immediately, once again, this word immediately, this is the third time and the third healing. Those were instantly, this is immediately. She got up and began to make dinner for them. My Lord Jesus. That evening, the people brought him many who were demonized. And by Jesus only speaking the word of healing over them, they were totally set free from their torment. And everyone who was sick received their healing. In doing this, Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of, the, of Isaiah. He put upon himself our weakness, and he carried away our diseases and made us well. I just want to stop once again and say that we can put our names in this as well. In doing this, Jesus fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. He put upon himself our weaknesses. He did this when he went to the cross. All wounds, all sores, all sickness, all disease. And he carried them away and made us well that we may be with him. We may be in the kingdom. We may live a long life, healthy, wealthy, wise, prosperous.
my Lord Jesus. Okay, I'm going to continue on. Verse 18. At the sight of large crowds gathering around him, Jesus gave orders to the disciples to get ready to sail back to um, the other side of the lake. Just then, a religious scholar approached him and said, Teacher, I'll follow you wherever you go. Jesus replied, Foxes have dens, birds have nests, but the Son of Man has no true home in this world or no place to lay his head, some other translations say. Then another man spoke up and said, Lord, I'll follow you, but first I must take care of my aged father and bury him when he dies. Another way of saying it, but first you must go, let me bury my father. This is a figure of speech saying, I can't follow you yet, but I will after my father dies. So that man really wasn't ready um, to go. He thought he was. But he had a stipulation. How many people say, oh, yeah, I'm going to get saved when I get myself together or I'm going to follow Christ when I, you know, stop smoking. Oh, when I stop drinking. Oh, when I stop fornicating. Oh, when I stop lying. Oh, when, you know, I got enough money in the bank. No, I'll follow you wherever you go. Just as simple. Another man spoke up. I'm reading it again. Verse 21. And said, Lord, I'll follow you first, but I must take care of my aged father and bury him when he dies. But Jesus says, now is the time to follow me and let those who are dead bury their own dead. Like I said, he's telling people. Jesus requires that following him supersedes any culture or religious duty. Jewish culture is the same time of Jesus gave the family the responsibility of re-intermittent of the bones of deceased. So it talks about how they had certain um, things that they had to do. Um, Jesus is not telling him to dishonor his father, but not doing a burial, but that the custom of waiting a year, which is the trans tradition um, from Jewish culture, when you have an aged family member, and then you got to bury them, um, must never triumph over them. He is telling the man that the spiritually dead are capable of burying the dead. So nothing should keep anyone from following him. So when he says, come and follow me, that's what it means right here and right now. Don't give an excuse. Don't say why you can't do it. Do it at that time when, when Jesus tells you. Then all got into the boat and began to cross over the other side of the lake. And Jesus was so exhausted, he fell asleep. Suddenly, a violent storm developed with waves so high, the boat was about to be swamped. Yet Jesus continued to sleep soundly. The disciples woke him up saying, save us, Lord, we're going to die. Now, you know, they exaggerated a little bit, but that's how they felt. Okay, where are we? Um, that was... Okay. Um, save us, Lord. We're going to die. But Jesus reprimanded them. Why are you gripped with fear? Where is your faith? Then he stood and rebuked the storm, saying, Be still. And instantly it became perfectly calm. The disciples were astonished by this miracle and said to one another, Who is this man? Even the wind and waves obey his word. Going to talk about this real quick before going on, of course. God, Jesus was asking them, where is their faith? 
when this storm was going on. So they had followed Jesus all day long. Jesus had healed so many people just at the word. So they had faith to know that God could heal. They saw miracles happening in front of them all day long to the point where Jesus was tired and said, I'm going to take a nap. And they going across to the other side. But then the wind started to blow. The, the lightning came and thunder. And oh my goodness, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. What's going to happen? We're going to die. Lord, help us. He looks up and says, where's your faith? And just says to the storm, be still. Like, stop. We have power. And this is what Jesus is saying. We have the same power in us that Jesus has. We can speak to storms. We can speak to sickness. We can speak to anything that's not of God and say, be still, be healed, be whole, be made new. And instantly it will happen. Something to keep in mind. All right. I'm going to continue on with verse 28 and try to uh, continue on so that we can get to our prayer for the day. When they arrived on the other side of the lake in the region of Gardenes, two demonized men confronted Jesus. They lived among the tombs of a cemetery, of a cemetery, I'm sorry, and were considered so extremely violent that no one felt safe passing through the area. The demons screamed at Jesus, shouting, Son of God, what do you want with us? Leave us alone. Have you come to torment us before the appointed time? And there was a large herd of pigs feeding nearby, and the demons pleaded, if you cast us out, send us into that herd of pigs, Jesus commanded. Then go. And once, at once, the demons came out of the men and went into the pigs. Then the entire herd of crazed pigs stampeded down the steep slope and fell into the water and drowned. My Lord. The men who were herding the pigs fled by the nearby town and informed the people of all that they had happened to see and what happened to the demonized men. Then everyone from the town went out to confront Jesus and urged him to go away and leave them alone. It is possible that when people are seeing these miracles, they get nervous, they get scared, they don't know what to do, and they just say, go away, stop talking about this here at my church, or you can't preach here, you can't talk about this, and you can't do this, you can't do that. That proves that the Son of Man had the authority over all principality in the region when they confronted him and they came to, when he came to that region. Keep in mind, people will start to get scared. People may even stop, you know, talking to you and, and listen to you and being around you when you start talking about this type of healing, this type of authority. With your words, words carry so much power. God created the world with words in Genesis. And in this particular chapter of Matthew, Jesus spoke the word. People were healed. Jesus spoke the word instantly and immediately. People were healed. Jesus spoke the word, spoke to those demons and told them, that, yeah, they can get out. And go into the pigs. They left that man. They went into the pigs. And then they drowned. People were like, huh, wait, what just happened? And then the men who had those demons in them, 
They were so happy that they gone. They didn't have those demons in them anymore. It's like, what? We got to go tell everybody what just happened. The word of God is extremely powerful. I've been so blessed, so blessed to be able to share this chapter with you on today. Um, thank the Holy Spirit for revelation, knowledge, and spiritual understanding. It has been a blessing to read this together with you in the moment and allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us. Um, let us pray. Hallelujah. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to read Matthew 8 from the Passion Translation on today. Thank you for letting us know that the word of God that's in us, we can speak it with authority. We can believe with authority. We can have faith with authority, speaking the word, being healed, speaking the word instantly, immediately, right now, being healed, knowing that you are in us, knowing that you died for us, knowing that at that time that you died on the cross, you removed all sickness, all disease, and you healed us at that time. You have given us this authority, Father God, and we thank you for that. We thank you that it lives in us. We thank you that just like Jesus did to Peter's mother-in-law, who was bedridden, who was severely ill with a fever. This can go for people who have COVID, people who have um, any of these different type of variants. They can be severely ill with a fever and all the other symptoms and signs that these illnesses have. But at that moment that you believe God is able, speak the word and say, be thou healed. Speak the word and tell that COVID and that variant to get out of that particular person, just like Jesus told those demons to get out of the man and they went into the pigs. We have the same power, the same anointing that immediately, constantly, right now, instantly, it can happen. To God be the glory. We have so much power in us. We can speak the word of God. So I encourage you to meditate Matthew 8 once again on today. I encourage you to use this chapter for all healing, all types of sickness and disease, whatever you might be going through. If it's financial troubles, these scriptures can apply. If it's healing in your body, these scriptures can heal you and they will apply. If it's relationships that are broken and that need to be mended, these scriptures in Matthew 8 will apply. My God, these are just such powerful words from Jesus. These red words, I'm telling you, are so effective, are so powerful. We must learn to live from the red words. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you for revelation, knowledge, wisdom, spiritual understanding, and spiritual discernment. We adore you. We glorify you. We know that with you, all things are possible. There is no lack in Jesus. There is nothing that you can't do, nothing that you haven't already done for us on the cross that will not be worked out. It's already done. 
We already have the victory. We are already healed. We are already delivered. We are already out of debt. We are already out of sickness. And we do not need to go back. Speak the word. Use the word of God for your healing, for your circumstance, for your situation. To God be the glory. God's blessings be to each and every single solitary person who is listening right now and who will listen to replays again and again and again. The peace of God is with you. Hallelujah. To God be the glory now and always. If this has been a blessing to you and you want to sow into this particular text that I've read, there are ways that you can sow when you look at the beginning of this podcast. 99 cents, four ninety nine, nine ninety nine. I bless you and I praise you and I thank you. To God be the glory for the things that he has done. We give him the glory. Also, I have books about this on Amazon. If you are looking for books about healing and overcoming life circumstances and situations, follow me on Amazon. Follow me on Anchor. To God be the glory. Be blessed. Till next time. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. Bye.